Hello, good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host, Cherry Go Lightly. It is October 7th. Wow. Fall is already here. Weather is getting a little crisper and the hot is going away. At least we can only hope so. <laughs> it's been a pretty eventful week. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend as we are coming to the end of our weekend and entering a brand new work week. It's pretty scary how fast time goes. I, I truly get, um, I guess you could say, I, I'm always amazed of how fast time goes. We go week by week, day by day, and you know we blink and here we are in October. You know, uh, my journey started out like the end of July and now we're in October. There's a lot of things that have been on my mind and, um, you know, when you go through separation, you really have this time to reflect, reflect on yourself, most importantly, life and how you want to raise your children and also just everything that's happened within your separation and how it all happened, how it went down. You just get this time to think, you know, especially when you're day slows down and you finished everything but you know it's like there's so much for you to do sometimes you just get super busy well that's where I've been at Uh, that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about you know it's uh it gets to that point where especially when you're dealing with a co with you're dealing uh, as a codependent former spouse or You know, for those of you that are not there yet, that are wondering, like I said, uh, as a disclaimer, I do once again have to say I am not a licensed therapist or psychologist, psychiatrist, so please do not use this podcast as a substitute for therapy. This is just basically me sharing my journey day by day, the insights that I have as I go, as I am currently going through this, this path. Every day, there's always a new lesson to learn. Every week, you wrap up a chapter, well, maybe not a chapter, but you, you wrap up some kind of segment, if you will. And you get to know yourself more and more. But this week was pretty crazy. Started off with Friday. I just could not <laughs> keep up with the with the chaos. I, I felt like I was running a marathon. I you know, I had errands that I had to run during work. Or in between my lunch hour, not during work, that sounds horrible. And work itself was just very much demanding these days. Or the last week has been very demanding and hopefully it'll get better. Sometimes I really feel like I can't keep up with work. With The balance is very hard, you know, to find. And, uh, you know, it's like in between work it's like running errands paying bills paying rent Uh uh-oh hold on I gotta go to the next destination to pay this off and of course there's more effective ways to do things but I'm still getting the gist of everything 
Uh, and then in between that, it's just, uh-oh, time to pick up the kids. You pick up the kids, get home. Hey, make sure you do your homework. Hey, after you get after this, we got to do this. we got to do that. It is absolutely crazy. So it, it's funny because I always think of my life as my living space. And I'm very particular about how my living space is. If the room is cluttered, I genuinely believe that that's exactly how my mind looks. So I try to keep everything clutter-free. I try to keep everything nice and neat because it'll give me that satisfaction that I can actually sit down and do other things that are productive. Even if I wanted to relax, it's very hard for me to relax in a very cluttered and messy environment. And uh, it is a little bit strange because even as I go upstairs before it's time for me to go to bed, if my living room, my kitchen and dining area is a complete mess, I do not feel like I've been productive enough during the day. So I do my best to make sure that every night I make it a habit to clean up. My room may not be where I would like it to be, but I still make sure that it is not as cluttered. So Saturday, it was a pretty, yesterday, it was a pretty, it was a pretty good day. We went and got our hair cuts and I got my roots done. It was it was very therapeutic and then we came back home. I did a little bit of cleaning. I had a cousin from out of town visit and it was it was good to catch up. Very good to catch up. So Saturday we got a haircut and everything. Uh, we are actually preparing for today's photo shoot. We're doing a photo shoot for uh, a friend of mine actually has a business. He's a makeup artist, phenomenal. His name is Damien Carlos. And he has his own beauty school. So he did this wonderful uh, promotion. He said uh, it's basically free hair and makeup and uh, he just needed models. So I figured, you know, this is something that I've always wanted to do. So why not? So I was ready to do that. And uh, you know, with this new chapter in my life, I was looking, I, I see it as, okay, I am free. And when I say that, I, I don't by any means want to say that marriage is bad. It's not. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of things. Of course, when you are in a relationship, you guys, two individuals, become one and not all the time you guys are going to agree with certain things that the other person wants to do and that's okay but there's a few things that I've always wanted to do and taking family photos is one of them and uh, you know I, it's just something exciting something to get our mind off of everything and you know just um, something new to do so I'm very excited for that uh, this will probably be my first um, beauty, well, with hair and makeup done, I've never done anything like this, so I'm pretty excited. That'll be in a few hours. So I woke up this morning, and actually my house was a mess because <laughs> I had guests over. We, you know, we kind of turned in really late. So I got up, started my laundry, cleaned out my kitchen, vacuumed, and I feel really good. Went through all of my bills, and 
I am ready for the day. I'm drinking my coffee. My kids are still in bed, but I'll let them sleep in because I don't want them cranky during the photo shoot. But one of the things that I wanted to really discuss today was forgiveness. Every day, that's what I find myself wanting to do is to just, of course, you reflect on everything. You think about everything that happened. And of course, even if your spouse or your former spouse has done things to you that are hurtful, you really have to self-reflect and have that self-awareness. There's some things, yes, that I do feel that I could have done differently. There's some things that I know that may have triggered fights and arguments that I could have avoided. But this is that time where all the faults just vanish. They don't matter anymore. But, of course, the damages are still there. The hurt is still there. And this is that part where, and you'll go back and forth with it, this is that part where you feel like, okay, I have to forgive myself. I have to forgive myself. And a lot of the times when we put blame on others, it's also because of the fact that we're holding on to our own guilty feelings of things that we know that we could have done differently. That's how I feel. And so I found that when things happen to the other person, because, you know, there will be sometimes where when we go through separation, especially when you're dealing with any type of drug abuse or if you're codependent, the thing that's really tough is seeing your former spouse go through any type of or spiral through any type of erratic or self-destructive behavior. Of course, you don't want anything bad happening to them. It would be so much easier if the person was level-headed and they're able to just carry on with life and carry on a regular job and you know that they're okay. Then you have that peace of mind. You know, the journey when you leave, it never, it never becomes peaceful. You're going to, I can promise you, that you're going to go through more adversity, you're gonna go through more challenges, you're gonna have more mixed emotions and it never stops. It will never stop until both of you guys are at peace within yourself. You can't, of course, control the other person and how they are going to take, you know, partake in their journey. But I will say this. I'm doing my best to control how I become as a person, as a woman, as a mother. What am I showing my children? How am I handling adversity? How am I handling how people treat me, even at my worst? Sometimes I do want to just lash out impulsively, but I have to take a step back and think that I am the only adult that my children are with at this moment. And I have to set a good example because at the end of the day, I know that my job was done well when they become adults. How are they as adults? 
Did I raise them well enough to be able to handle life's challenges? They don't just, they won't just see me or they won't just see life as what, you know, as what I tell them. They're going to learn lessons by what, how they see me handle life. That right there is very important to me. So, as I mentioned, when your former spouse goes through a self-destructive path, it's very hard to see that because at some point in time, that person was your best friend. That person was somebody that you shared and built a life with. So it's hard. Nobody really goes through a separation completely hating the other person. But the fact of the matter is, is you know that you really can't go back to that. As much as you want help, you are powerless. That's why it's always good to seek therapy. I'm still working on getting my therapy established through work and I can't wait to share with you guys the new insights that I will have, you know, once I complete my my therapy. Well, it never really gets complete. It's never really going to be easy, you know, and um, for those of you that are still in your situation and you're contemplating whether you should stay or go, you know, I honestly believe that when you start something, you really have to finish it. If you've made up your mind, you have to follow through with it. And these things happen because they're meant to fall apart so they can come back together, maybe not with the same pieces or maybe another piece will come into that, come in place with another one and that piece that broke off will go into that new piece, if that makes any sense. But things fall apart so they can come back together, maybe stronger. And what I mean by that, it doesn't necessarily mean, it could be several things. Maybe you just, you just never know. Everything right now is pretty unknown. And, you know, when you go through divorce and separation, everything is the unknown. Anytime, even without divorce, or we could talk about, a new chapter in life there's always some kind of there's always some kind of tunnel that you have to go through that is unknown that's pretty scary but you just have to take a deep breath and and just go forward you know you just get yourself to be strong and you just keep going no matter how bad things may get. And just know that in the end that you're going to be okay. Even if you go through another challenge or obstacle, that just means that there's a new lesson for you to learn. I believe that's what's got me through this whole entire ordeal. I mean, it's been July 
you know, the holidays are coming up. I know it's going to be tough. I'm going to have to take a deep breath and just write it out. I know that it's going to be hard because this is going to be the first holiday, you know, with a split family. And hopefully by then, things can be cordial. But throughout this journey, the most important thing is you find yourself. You find who you are. You find what it is that you want out of life. So I wanted to reach out right before I started my Sunday. And I am very excited to share with you guys all of the new insights that I'll be having within the next few weeks because I know that there's going to be more to come. Well, once again, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host, Cherry Go Lightly. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.